This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Gamefly, and you listeners right now can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime to get a free month's worth of Gamefly. Dirt, y'all. It's uh, time for another episode of Laser Time, the Internet's 14th leading pop culture show each week, picking a brand new topic and bringing on a panel of what we decide are experts. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista. Who else is with me today? Uh, I am Chili Dog, T.L. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, uh, Chili Dog. this is Adam, a.k.a. Pass Blaster. Yes, and on this week's episode, we'll be talking about video game cartoons again. Electric Boogaloo. Do the Mario! Not that one. We will. Not, that was talked about in the last episode. So if you are dying to, do the Mario's. you can go back to the previous episode because I don't care if we do this like repeatedly uh, until we're out of until we're out of cartoons. We didn't. Right. We didn't even scratch the surface no. of video no, game. No, I, I am happy that uh, TL did go back and listen to that video we mentioned. I oh my god, it was so great. Like I was just like. This is such a genius. Like, just like being able to move the audio cadence where he oh, is. The, the, it's so fucking good. The proximity Mario yeah. to yes. the Mario. Oh, proximity we'll put, we'll put it underneath this episode. Okay. So I want to include some videos on lasertimepodcast.com underneath this so you can see them. Because uh, there's a bunch of stuff people were asking about. Like, Pole Position, a, a show I'd never heard of and found while researching this. Uh, and you just had some... Man, so a- after talking about that, I'm like, I have to research this. So I go home, and I'm like, you know what, let's do this legit. Let's not steal this. I go on, on eBay and look for a set of the DVDs, mm-hmm. and there's one guy selling it, and I'm not joking around. It's probably still on there. He wanted mm-hmm. $500 Jesus for like a two-disc set. But it's a legit disc set. Legit with like I don't know. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. Legit like you're going to a convention center like, and they're yeah, saying, I, I hey, don't think he burned them, <laughs> but another guy probably burned them. But he doesn't know that anybody can burn them, and you can find them at any convention for less than five hundred dollars. Yeah, that that pissed me off. Like I really wanted to watch it after like seeing that and, and hearing the song and everything, but there's just no way. God, that song is so good. It's really fun. <laughs> it's just oh, I just I I think after re-listening to that episode, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna listen to this song. All the time. It's just, oh, it's just, it rules. So there were a ton of cartoons we didn't get to. And I feel like there, there are going to be a ton of cartoons we don't get to in this one. But we missed right. out on a big one, Sonic, which yes. we will hear later in the program. He's free. Uh, but uh, again, once again, I stumbled just in this, in this round of research, stumbled upon some video game cartoons I'd never heard of before. But I did have a minor, uh, like, like, wait, why am I doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this episode? <laughs> Video game cartoons, uh, cartoons I no longer watch based on characters I have yet to care about. Why, why, why do this episode? But, it, but like starting to think about it now, like not only in the last ten years did we enter in an era where like the biggest video game stars can't be the star of children cartoons, right? Right. And the only exception uh, I've come across in terms of popularity, maybe Fortnite, but Overwatch, because Overwatch has. Overwatch has achieved everything else a, a video game can do and not get a cartoon of its own right. on Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, because it has its own cereal. It has its own Legos. It just Whoa. Seems, whoa. <laughs> Did she look hurt? Uh, no, she's fine, dude. Yeah. My audio just got better, so that's yeah. cool. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Kat. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like it is a cartoon, right? Like I remember seeing like the first like video mm-hmm. for Overwatch, and I was like, oh, this... 
when is this Pixar movie coming out? Because like it yeah. looks like an Illumination like Pixar movie. And I think that's the difference that like most people aren't going to wait around for a shitty Canadian company to pitch them on a cartoon three years after their biggest success. Right. When a, a company like Blizzard can make their own Overwatch dramatic scripted cartoon anytime they want and make any character that want they want gay which I'm sure wouldn't fly at fucking Deke or Nelvon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like that's a little different now. I just I don't predict this happening much more because we don't have a lot of safer kids video game characters becoming popular, even though they're becoming popular with kids. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was I thought that was absolutely strange. Yeah. Well, I think I think they're still marketing for the same people they were marketing for back in the '80s. We're just mm-hmm. older now. You know what I mean? It's I, I don't that's, think that's that's tragic. It, it <laughs> we're, is tragic. We're, we're still the number one destination demographically for I mean, Saturday morning cartoons. It, you know, talking to my nephews, all, all that they really play is Fortnite and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, it's it's cool, but like, they don't. They're not into Mario, and, yeah. and they're like kids. I'm more into Mario than they are. What what games does Spyro stream? No, Spyro <laughs> is a game. Fucking kids, I hate you guys. Oh. But uh, like, there's a bunch of stuff I discovered that I didn't know. Like, did you guys ever see that beautiful uh, Crash Bandicoot scrapped intro? No, no. So Crash Bandicoot came out in uh, what 1995, right? For yeah. the PlayStation, perfect. Uh, the perfect venue for like a Saturday morning cartoon, a yeah. mascot yeah. platformer. Absolutely. Uh, enjoyable by everybody, thanks to Naughty Dog. Instead, of, it, ha- it had inside of the game an animated intro that Sony's like, we want that shit out of there. Anything with a full motion video thing, that didn't work. We want polygonal only. If you do a cutscene, yeah. we want it in 3D right, right, right. and in-game graphics. That's how we want it. Isn't, isn't that also true on like... Uh Symphony of the Night, like they're they're Ooh. they're only yeah, yeah, shooting yeah. back. Yeah. You got to have this. So they're like, all right, in the save room, we'll have one weird little three. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. Sony, yeah. like, we're such a different console. That's we so want to play down every single two D angle. However, like this was made and only re-uploaded like uh, two years ago. Wow. Because when you see it, and again, we'll put it underneath the article. It's the most Animaniacs Tasmania opening, and it's fucking perfect for the tone of Crash Bandicoot. But it is full animated. Uh, it's I, I don't remember this clip is either. Someone's. It's rumored that a Jim coming singing, but uh, it's it's very 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 Warner Brothers of the the, the mid nineties. Doctor Cortex is a genius, a mental aberration. He's totally fixated on world domination. The local <laughs> island creatures are dull and obtuse. Until the evil doctor turns on his shoes, he wants them for his troops. They come out nincompoops, most especially Crash. Crash Bandicoot should have been a genius, but he doesn't quite compute. Crash! Crash Bandicoot! So that's, that's really, like, Universal, the studio behind this, is like, we want this to be a multi-media IP sensation. We want to have a cartoon. We want to have, we own our own theme parks. We would like a Crash Bandicoot ride. And this is going to, clearly has all the earmarks of being a great video game. So put all its chips, uh, put a couple of its chips on this animated sequence, and there's a couple of them, right. and they were never seen or even heard about until a couple of years ago. That's but, amazing. But if you see this, like this looks like just like any other cartoon of the era. It yeah, looks fine. this would be like on Nickelodeon. It should like have existed. yeah. Uh, it's just I'm upset. This was not a show. Like yeah. this is like uh, this well because as great. we'll find out, like some of I was always savvy to video games first, but like kids are gonna. Kids could have been introduced to this character right. through cartoons, and, and in some respects, we'll find that they were. And uh, Egypt doesn't have that problem. They make uh, anime and ovas and cartoons out of like just any mildly popular game character, even games that haven't come out yet. I was shocked to find there's a 40 episode series of a 1990 Dragon Quest show. Big big shrug there, and no <laughs> idea what it's what it's like. It's never been translated here. I don't yeah. think. 
I was shocked to find out that Eugene Levy created a Maniac Mansion sitcom that went three seasons in Canada. What? Because I knew there was an animated series. But <laughs> Eugene Levy, yes, a Canadian sensation, still uh, producing programs on the CBC with Schitt's Creek, I think now in like its eighth season. Right. Wow. Or something like that. Uh, and I, my, our buddy Kyle Foster had been posting these pictures of something that made me think about this again. It's why I wanted to revisit this topic, that there was this beautifully animated mid-90s Bomberman, excuse me, a PSA for earthquakes in Japan featuring what appropriate character? Bomberman. That is Bom- a good idea. Yeah. Bomberman. It, it's online, but I, I obviously I can't understand shit about it, but it's adorable. <laughs> but it's a character known for making things explode talking to you about what happens when your house starts to shake. Uh, maybe not totally appropriate, <laughs> but uh, but I, I thought Bomberman animation only existed in that one racing game because it's, it's really cool if you've never seen it, that terrible... Right, Bomberman right. Mario Kart ripoff, but there's an opening oh, the, yeah, the animation Konami, that's really good. Yeah, the Konami Racer. It was Hudson back then. Hudson. Yeah, that's right. It was, the, the it was full yeah. on only Hudson back then. I'm just curious if we can get some of these uh, animation cells here mm. from this crash. They opening. have to be <laughs> right. Did I tell you? Did I tell you that uh, my our, our buddy Heidi came through with? Um, she found like people were throwing it out. Like it's the animation cells from the opening of Mega Man Eight. I know. Really? I almost mm-hmm. bought it huh. when she. When she was selling them, I was like, oh, I, I want that. That's cool. It yeah. looks like I, I love that so game. So I got like, one. Oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I got one, and she she came up later, like, I gave that to you for way too little. I'm like, buyer beware, buyer beware. Seller beware. I'll buy you some pizza. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, it's the only animation I sell I have from a video game, and it's from Mega Man 8. The beautiful, beautiful, where are you going, Bess? Watch out, Mega Man. Me- Mega Man. I you recover energy I'm, immediately. I only have one take to do with Mega Man. And it's it's, <laughs> it's so awesome. much fun. And, and it was so much fun being a kid back then that like, if your favorite video game character like somehow achieved a certain amount of popularity, that means he would be ubiquitous and you'd get even more time with him. And I don't know if that's something kids today look forward to. I have to imagine they do. All like right. if, there was, if there was a character that cool or fun, that, I'm sure there's probably some desire for a... I don't know. If there, is there a desire for a Fortnite cartoon when there's so much Fortnite to do? Well, I, I think South Park kind of nailed it. Like, kids don't really watch yeah. cartoons. They watch people play games instead of playing the games. Yeah. They Sometimes, watch the yeah. TV. So, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say if, if kids want, you know, cartoons or even shows anymore. Yeah, I just, I I, I was in, an, I feel like I grew up as a kid in a land where I was starving for shit I liked. Oh, yeah. Where, where Adam West 1966 Batman was just like a south, like, oh, this will this will do for half Well, we hour. also didn't have internet. We right. didn't have, we didn't have right. like anything we wanted. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I just want to, I, I just, I have to assume there's still a desire to see kids' favorite game characters come to the, uh, come to the little screen, even though sometimes it's bigger. For I bet if they made like a, uh, an, an Overwatch or a uh, Fortnite movie, kids would go. Yeah. Right, I think well, so too. I think I think also we are now in an era where like people who create TV shows and create mm-hmm. cartoons are people who are like our age. So like they'll yeah. put references in there, oh, like yeah. um, oh big time. Yeah, okay, yeah. Ko is just like there's a huge lot of love letters to Street Fighter. Um, even uh, the creator Ian Ian Quartz, uh, Cordy, I'm mm-hmm. mess, messing up his name, mm-hmm. uh, but he had a like he did a web comic for a while with a character that was basically yeah. Cloud, mm-hmm. and then just basically put him in the show. Like it's it's Cloud, but it's not Cloud. You and know that, that so show I think that's the thing. is delicious, and Cartoon Network has done a pretty damn decent job of bringing light but playable game versions of the cartoons. And right. OKKO has a pretty decent console game. Yeah. Uh, um, right now, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, and then even stuff like um, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls literally had a Street Fighter reference, like they yeah. had a Ryu character. I, I wrote about it, that, like <laughs> there's a there's a living reference to Street Fighter in a cartoon. And ten years ago, that was like 
this is unheard of. Right. How does Capcom deal with that? Are they cool with it? Or? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't real. The real IP. Yeah. It was no, not re. It was not Ryu. But he was you. beating up a car, and he was made of the same sprites. Uh, okay. Kind of um, like when the didn't they do it on Family Guy too? They had no. Like they a, had that's that. I don't because that happened while I was working there, and no yeah. one said anything about wow. it. So I don't know how Family Guy ended up with the real sprites and the real music and the real bra- background from E Honda stage, but they did. Yeah. They and they. they I'm betting they. Crossed their T's and dotted their eyes and got that work done. Because yeah. we talked about on thirty twenty ten recently, like the most Tech Mobile has been mentioned was in an episode of Family Guy <laughs> a couple weeks ago. I call Bo Jackson. Oh, that's how the King Peter. I'm, I'm sorry, I do, yeah. do not want to do Seth MacFarlane voices, but it, it, it did happen. It's like the longest tech, like an NES game has ever been on television, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, like it doesn't always go well. But in the case where it did, I just wanted to say briefly. Mentioned Castlevania again. I still haven't watched the second oh, season. I haven't either. But second. having watched the first, well, the first season came out during Halloween, and I couldn't right. be more yeah. for it. And right. I watched it twice because it's four episodes. It's basically a little movie, yeah. and it was fucking delicious. It was everything a little Castlevania fan ever would have wanted, right? Uh, as an as an adult, because it's a very adult series, mm-hmm. and that brand has been all but abandoned by the, its game makers, but done service very well in animation. So I right. think there is a place for this. And, and it's not. It's, it's still happening. I think DMC has something going on. Uh, uh, new me, game, uh, new yeah, animation. Yeah, yeah. DMC has mm-hmm. a new game, but mm-hmm. I mean, their animation stuff, like the animation studio that did the, the Demo May Cry series, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not great. Um, so, <laughs> no, I just thought they had something else in the works. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, they, I mean, they could be. Um, I know. Like I said, I like I said, I think the problem, like with Japan, they mm-hmm. they have so so much content that yeah. they get. So a lot of these things will still live on, but. You it's know, a bummer because most of the stuff we have to talk about is like Western animation, which yeah. is disgusting. Which <laughs> it's just disgusting. Uh, the one of the things I did find I wanted like, do we really burn all our Mario in the last episode? Sort of, but I found something that I thought was baffling at the time when the Wii U. I would call what might end up being the lost Mario game, ah. uh, Super Mario 3D World, a very, very, very good Mario. So game. really good game. Yeah. Really good game. game. And it's like no other company had. No, at no time did they build Mario in animation or like allow him to act as an actor or anything. But the UK uh, of Nintendo created something called the Mario Catch. Yes, <laughs> what the? which is just worth revisiting because it's it's awful. It, it's a puppet show, right? Uh, but is that it, where that stupid like piranha plant thing is from? Like, I think maybe yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it but it's Mario and Peach. But it's it it, it's, it is Mario and Peach. They usually don't let somebody embody Mario. Uh, outside of the company, is it Martin A doing the voice? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's much worse than that. Uh, it, but I, I, I'm baffled as to how this came to exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cat Mario Show. Hi, everyone. I'm Cat Mario, one of your hosts for the Cat Mario Show. And I'm Cat Peach. In this show, we'll present you with interesting facts, tips, and quizzes about Super Mario 3D World. Okay, this is. What? This is simultaneously adorable and makes me sick to my stomach. It, it'd be adorable for about 14 seconds, <laughs> yes. and, then I'm, and then I'm out. The voices are terrible. Maybe they get away with it being Cat Mario, but like, yeah, you haven't, other than like maybe like in a split second of McDonald's commercial, you don't, there's been no animated version of Mario that Nintendo's right. put its stamp on. And this is the closest thing I could find to that. Uh, I, I just think that's interesting because why the fuck? Yeah, the first. Apple Mario cartoons aren't great. Why not another one where you have all the say? Yeah. And yeah. it just never happened. I mean, I, I know they were doing that movie mm-hmm. that they were supposed to be working Allegedly. on. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, Allegedly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, and there's so much There's so much you can like, uh, like glean from it. Like, mm-hmm. So 
embarrassing thing. Ten years ago, I decided to start like scripting mm-hmm. a Mario movie. There's so much you could do, and of it was like, you did. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he a hitman now? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it, it is. It took a little bit of the game lore, and then a little bit from Super Mario Brothers Super Show, because mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool idea of having somebody from Brooklyn. And I was like, well, that's easy to cast. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. Like, there's so much you can kind of glean, especially like from those older shows. Like, I've always been surprised we never got a Metroid cartoon. That does seem weird because like, that yeah. would be like a Metroid Ova seems like dude just. Not just even an OVA, just like like one of those ninety styles like action shows like X Men, mm. but with like Metroid like like an AR to Flux my, no, with to my knowledge like like Metroid and Samus have never been big outs outs in Japan right so Nintendo doesn't care all that much and it's not as big as some of us think it is even though we all love Metroid yeah right. and it just because that's why it has so few games so it's probably the last in line. Yeah. Well, that's that can't be true because like I'm definitely surprised by one of the shows I found. And I'm gonna talk more about these when we get back from this short break. Crash Bandicoot! If Cortex isn't beaten, he'll rain a salute! Crash! Crash Bandicoot! Play our game and tell your friends so we'll make lots of loot! Thank you, fine folks, for listening. Hope you're not too bored. But you know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been? Goddamn video games. <laughs> That's why this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. And just so you know, you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free 30-day trial of the service. What is Gamefly? It's like, Net- it's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue. They ship out uh, two to three games to you. It's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Gamefly at an extremely reduced cost, and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else. Once again, you don't have to take my word for it. You can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the LazerTime crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LazerTime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But I just like, sometimes I go like, man, you know, if I just fixed one pothole, I would have done more for my community than 13 years of reporting on video games I've done for them. You yeah, know? you feel that way, but it's also like the you're, you are part of a, of a system of little things that do give people joy. But the only but the parts of it you primarily see are the parts that give them an identity, which makes people mad. Yeah, that, what? Tyler, I'm years. I'm 11 years of podcasting every week. Yeah, of mainly of of getting a little bit of praise and getting a lot of people who hate you. Like it does it does take a little bit of a toll. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've changed as a person because of the overwhelmingly negative feedback all, all of our work gets. Yeah. That's why I'm in therapy. So <laughs> yeah, I think I think you you changed something. Something in you got hurt or broke during a big event that happened, and I saw it. I think that I think that had a 
a more but it also but it, but it happened to me too but you were more directly involved yeah i think this i think i brushed off the effect of that uh if you don't know what we're talking about uh i don't know google my name <laughs> <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Kirby, 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 that's the name you should know. Kirby, 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 he's the star of the show. He's more than you think, he's got maximum pink. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby's the one. He comes right back at you. Coming in with Kirby back at you theme, uh, which I did not look into, but I was reminded by uh, by TL at the very last second. But it was a thing that existed, mm-hmm. and the only reason I knew it existed is because its episode titles were so funny and like <laughs> literally translated. I thought they all sounded that's they all sounded like Troy McClure movies. <laughs> like every time you try and read them up, Kirby comes to Cappy Town. He's here, the Pink Visitor. Like. <laughs> Or Kirby's dual role. What battle with Sir Meta Knight? That yeah, <laughs> are all, uh, the the blockbuster battle. Oh no, the search for the soldier's house. <laughs> they all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beware, Whipsy Woods. Or dark and stormy nights. Secret of the Star Warrior. Uh, yes, I never saw this show at all because it's from two thousand one. Yeah, every if you, I was out picking up rubble around nine eleven, whereas TL was watching cartoons. <laughs> I was watching it with my little brother, but I mean. <laughs> If you want to see a show with a snail that kind of sounded like Paul Lind, like you, that you could do worse oh, with Kirby. other shows. Don't forget to use your breath, Kirby. Like it's it's a it's so I will say this: that show yeah. does keep faithful to the lore of Kirby, mm-hmm. which there actually is a very like there's a very deep lore in it. And there it actually, is. It, there is. It actually keeps faithful to it. Um, Look, because most of the stuff I ended up looking into now is pretty much defines like what you're playing in Smash right now. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's, that's so it's, strange. It's Sakurai. It's Sakurai mm-hmm. is a he has a lot that goes on uh, with him, and he decided to put that in a Kirby game. Like mm-hmm. apparently, at one point, Kirby basically fights God, uh, mm. that, which is a bleeding eye. I can get on board with that's that. In, like, right, because Kirby, Kirby does seem like an unfinished. An unfinished product of God, like yes. a stem cell <laughs> that he forgot to finish. Like, well, it, add an ingredient to me, make me something. Well, and the thing uh, is, like, don't force me to roam the earth as a soulless being inhabiting everything I touch. Because I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, because Kirby is like he's one of those Star Warriors. Like that's what Meta Knight is. Mm-hmm. And if you remember in that scene in no. Superstar, uh, well, in Superstar <laughs> uh, Saga, the the three uh, the. the Super Nintendo game has like mm-hmm. five games. If you beat Net- Meta Knight, his like mask cracks, and you find out, oh, he's just a dark blue Kirby. Mm-hmm. So like, there's there's a whole lore. There's lore videos you can go on YouTube and go find. So. Kirby lore, Jesus, the one thing in Nintendo that was uncomplicated. <laughs> I'd hate and reasonable. to see what your YouTube suggestions. No, be if you no. search that. <laughs> Look, if you watch like four lore videos, all of a sudden your YouTube mentions are just, hey, here's this guy's five minute video on this lore that you didn't think was there. <laughs> hey, well, like let's deviate from Nintendo shit for just one second. Because I want to talk about Earthworm Jim. Yes. Yes. Which was a mind-blowing game for me, especially as a big cartoon fan, because it looked like a cartoon. However, we had not seen this character before. And I loved Earthworm Jim. I absolutely loved it. Um, didn't didn't like the Nintendo 64 one. Earthworm Jim 3D. 3D. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't a fan. Like, 
that that was at a time that everything was trying to copy Mario sixty four mm-hmm. and like nothing did it well. Yeah, um, and I I just couldn't get on board. I mean, I love the character, but Earthworm Jim one and two, without a doubt, are some of my favorite games. Of I all think times. they hold up a little weird. They they're they a little do. floaty. They're yeah. they're very floaty. Um, and some of it's still incredibly frustrating, but. Mm-hmm. Those games are just fantastic. It's kind of like like the Ren and Stimpy, where it had a unique thing and nothing really did it like that. Yeah. That was Earthworm Jim is like the Ren and Stimpy of video games of that. Time. Yeah, absolutely, and that's it, that's how I felt. I didn't know until later on that it was the people who were making those gorgeous Disney games, starting with the Genesis of Aladdin, Aladdin and Lion like, King. Why does that. this look like the cartoon? Why yeah. is this so playable? That those people just eventually told Disney to fuck off. Like I think around <laughs> they made Jungle Book or, or Pinocchio. They tried to do that. A, like keep going with that because right, the Lion yeah. King and Aladdin sold so many copies, yeah. right? Uh, and, and I think should be held aloft as the best Disney video games ever made. Yeah, of a I'd, single movie, I'd put them up there. Yeah, seriously. Even even though we all know now that Capcom Aladdin is much better, despite not looking anything like uh, the it, it, it is. And <laughs> the, the 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 Lion King game is just brutal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very hard. It is brutal, but I loved it at the time. And but and I'm the guy who's gone and played the Pinocchio and Jungle Book games. They're very good. They're yeah. very good mm-hmm. platformers. Uh, and they they they, I think it was made by Westwood, a company EA would end up buying. But they promised that they were made by Disney animators. But I think the the real the real lifeblood going through that was the company that would eventually become Shiny. And right. so that's why you see that with Earthworm Jim. They're just like, well, what if we don't use Disney and come up with an animated product of our own and make it very cartoony? Yeah. And you get Earthworm Jim. So you'd think. It was this like 92, 93, like Earthworm Jim should definitely have a cartoon in the works the moment this thing has been seen. So, like people should be tripping over themselves to make an Earthworm Jim cartoon. And it's right. one, one of those weird Western creations that, it, yes, it did get a cartoon eventually. Yep. And I have a clip from the intro. Earthworm Jim. The soil he did crawl. Earthworm Jim. A super suit did fall. Jim was just a dirt eating, chewy link of worm flesh. But all that came to a crashing game. <laughs> He's such a groovy guy. He rockets through the sky, through the universe. And the, the intro is pure fun, and yeah. just yeah. just like the game you played for, because it doesn't really have much of a story. You, you may forget he is a worm who discovered a suit. Right, that is his origin. But I was most excited about this because once the show failed, because I never got to see it. I think it aired on maybe the WB, a channel I didn't have. Uh, no, it was Fox. it was a Fox Kids show. Was it a Fox Kids yeah, show? I think it was Fox. Yeah, and uh, I found discounted toys from the show. Yep, right. And otherwise, I wouldn't have had. I, and I still have it. I still have an Earthworm. Like he, you hit a button in the back, it fires his head out of the suit. And by the way, Earthworm Jim's proportions, as far as an action figure goes, impossible to stand on its feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it has no weight to it. It's ridiculous. You want to see the rest of the toys? Come on over. They're they're on my wall. Oh, are they really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many? There's only a couple, right? Um, there's like three or four different Earthworm Jims, I think, and then there's. Princess, what's her name? And some of the villains are there. Not all mm. of them, but I think there's six or seven. Figures. Yeah, there's like five or six. Yeah. Um, little dog thing that you yeah. <laughs> protect it yeah. from stuff. Yeah. Psycho. I actually have the DVDs too, man. The full Do you? set. Yeah, absolutely. Because oh, I, I don't know how the quality of the show holds up, but I mean, its its goal was to be less a thrilling adventure, but to be a comedy show, which is yeah, I think a good way to take your video game right uh, cartoon. And it was it was also developed and created by Doug Tenapple, a guy who created the character. He also yeah. yeah. Push the show into existence. They they leaned heavily on on Dan Castellaneta, who was <laughs> who was Earthworm Jim. Like and so I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. So it's Homer Simpson, yeah. or for you Kingdom Hearts fans, the genie who's not Robin Williams <laughs> or Will Smith. Uh, who? Yeah. But I do have Dan Castellaneta doing uh, a bunch of clips on YouTube that are great of him screaming Earthworm Jim's catchphrase, which I, is pretty exclusive to this show. Yeah, eat dirt. 
Plan A. Senseless violence. Okay, muchacho. Eat dirt. <laughs> so you hear a little tiny bit of a Simpsons character in there. And I could keep going on. When all else fails, start dusting! <laughs> so I do, I do like a psycho. Earthworm Jim is basically generic background character in a, in a crowd in The Simpsons. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the PTA is expanding. You still got it, Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, and I, I like a psycho. It reminds me of just finish watching Tig Tone from Adult Swim and just a, a very psychotic, screaming uh, yeah. main character. Yeah. I dig that. But I, I never actually got to see this when I would have loved it the yeah. most because it came out in 95, but it did run for 23 weekly episodes, I think, on right. KSWB. 23, yeah. Two yep. seasons. Yeah. I don't know, it, it reminded me of like, in my mind space of how that show was, it reminded me like of like Eek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Freakazoid a little bit too. Yeah, like, Freakazoid. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say um, Extreme Dinosaurs, like yeah. that kind Same of guy, humor. right? Steve, what's yeah. his nuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Savage Steve Holland. That's yes, yes, Savage Steve Holland. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like that kind of humor. It's like you know, it's like it, it's to me, it was good. Yeah. You know, it was like to me, it's perfect cartoon. Yeah, I, I yeah. enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching Earthworm. Like I said, hearing that theme song was like. Oh yeah, I watched a lot of this. <laughs> I show. mean, it's not just that it works really great for our podcast, but I really like an intro that describes what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> Gilligan's Island style. Let me yep. know. We'll let the audience know. Uh, so, moving back over to mostly Nintendo characters, I hope you're ready to talk about something uh, I think is vile and disgusting. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country. Uh, Canada should be. Thing. Like I had to watch an episode of this for a Retronauts episode, and I couldn't decide. Like, is this terrible? Yes. Yeah. Um, but it, but it it looks terrible. Shitty. It looks it, it looks, looks shitty. Terrible. It looked shitty in 94, 94, mm-hmm. 95. Yeah. I remember when this first came out, and I just remember being like as a kid, just gobsmacked. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, well, it, it's it's a French production from ninety six that we didn't see till ninety eight or ninety nine. So like, was it French? I thought it yeah. was Canadian. They're sometimes the same. Is it Nuvia? <laughs> was it Nuvia? The Novana? Novana? Like no, I don't think so. Okay, but it, but it, it it aired in France first. So like right, seemingly going into production like right after the release of Donkey Kong Country, and and whenever I look at Smash, I still find it bizarre that Nintendo allowed this horrific design of Donkey Kong to stick. And stay around, and then you see King K. Rule, who might as well be the best player in the entire Smash Brothers. Like, yeah, that's just how he looks on the show. He's like three circles in a crown oh. and in a snout. Like, uh, it's it's such it's such disgusting design. But like the the CGI show was totally wasn't there yet. Yeah, I, I can't get into that that early CGI stuff like that and Beast Wars and even like reboot. Yeah, it's just like well, that's reboot. Rough, I was going to ask you what was the first full CGI show, and I. I couldn't believe it was. It is reboot, which is looks it? better than both those shows. Yeah, yeah, reboot definitely looks I better think than maybe that. Donkey Kong they're Country. not working with established characters, and they're also allowed to not light things very well. Yeah. So there's a lot of dark shit in yeah. reboot to yeah. hide certain yeah. things. Animation can't like, can do at that stage, yeah. but it's '94, right? It's before Toy Story, right? That reboot <laughs> comes out. Reboot, reboot. We can't even talk about because it 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 probably has like a GBA game, but like it's a game. It's a show based on video game premises right yeah because you're basically playing the, well bob is basically the computer mm-hmm. playing against you the player um yeah so there's probably a lot of great references in there but mm-hmm. for this show to be after reboot like that's wild 
yeah. it's Year, wild. years after reboot. Like <laughs> yeah. I would say a generation of kids after reboot. So if you yeah. don't look better than reboot, it's gonna look very strange. I didn't even think kids at the time were like, what the fuck is this? No, like I said, I was like this, I would have been twelve when okay. this came out and I was like I can't watch. I think I've seen three episodes of that show. I was working for R.J. Reynolds when this came out. Yeah, I I, I did not end up seeing this. But when I watched that one for Retronauts, it was surreal because like, it is going for a a really deep brand of wacky humor, but it can't stretch or move the characters that much. Right. So it's kind of, it's like, it was so hard to watch. It's the first... One of the first times in forever, I'm, I'm watching something. My job now is to watch a half an hour cartoon. It felt like two hours. And I know it's going for something funny. I know it is. But it can't. It just can't quite get there because it's so fucking hard to look at. It's so incredibly hard to look at. And I have a brief little clip from the show. I don't even remember what this is. I'll take you home. All right. You're still my little love monkey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is so... This is the worst. This is literally the worst. Am I on drugs? (laughs) No! Oh my gosh. I know there's no other way that could take your place. I can't believe you feel the way that you do. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Dude, like the the mouths, they didn't even try to like sync it. It looks like the first... The first Steam filmmaker video, yet, yet, like, <laughs> yeah, that 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 can produce so much better results than say, whatever I, they're using for the Donkey Kong. I've seen better country program. I've, I've seen better Gary's mod movies. Right, yeah, right. And, that, but this is before this. all of that, so that's that's how far we've moved. But that's how far this animation process is coming. And I would say there's, I don't know of a lot of really great looking full CGI cartoons on television at all. I, I still don't think they're there. I still think I think it, the Star Wars the Star Wars stuff like Rebels yeah. looks really Clone good. Wars is okay. Yeah, Clone I think Wars it looks okay. all right, but they usually find some like shading get around or some yeah. stylized yeah, yeah, way yeah, to yeah. get past this, but it can't really achieve what DreamWorks and Pixar are doing on the big screen. But that's fine because that's what animation has been the entire time right. I've been alive. Only right. Spielberg has been bold enough to try and make theatrical animation right. for television. Like I say I can't I can never I can never take shots at something looking ugly as sin. And also be a Hanna Barbera stand. So I, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely understand that completely. But this looks, it looks so bad. And again, we'll embed this lasertimepodcast.com underneath this episode if you would like to see this clip of our love is stronger than the golden banana, a song performed by Donkey and Candy Kong in front of King K. Rule. Again, your favorite Smash Brothers character. He's unbeatable. So I don't. I also don't understand why they decided to redesign Candy Kong. Yeah. To give her like this '90s hip hop girl style hair when she had like the she was like the blonde like bikini babe style in, yeah. the, in the so, last one it's so strange because like I, well the earthworm gym stuff I was reading not I'm like what was the thing we talked about in the previous one maybe pitfall Harry where like something that happens in the cartoon is then informs the next right, game. right, right. earthworm gym did inform the cartoon did inform earthworm gym 3d some of the characters that are just on the show make it into the game whereas I still don't understand how Nintendo gave a Western company like like Rare and these cartoon companies carte blanche to do what they wanted with these Nintendo characters. They've been burned so many times. Well, wasn't it a thing too when when Donkey Kong Country first came out? Like Miyamoto's like, this is trash, and then he'd like yeah. backtrack and say, oh, actually, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah, because he didn't like he didn't <laughs> like their digit he didn't like the digitization that they did for that. Because you remember when Donkey Kong Country came out was the same year that uh, Yoshi's yeah. Yoshi's yeah. Island came out. 
which was a more of a style game, like when animation you, style that he liked. When you go back in time, because at the time, Donkey Kong was more visually impressive. Right. Oh, Holy shit, more. this looks yeah. like a movie that I could watch right now that Pixar can only make every three years. Right. Whereas, yeah, you put some style into your Yoshi's Island, but now it's no question, like the art design is so much better right. in Yoshi's Island. But and, and I, it's hard to see what was ever impressive about Donkey Kong Country. It was digitized. It was digitized well, like like polygons. It was as what sprites. You know, get, not, and, not that and, I have any clips from the show, but it's what we thought was impressive about Mortal Kombat. It was a fighting game that looked like real people in it. Yeah, and this looked like a real gorilla. Well, Donkey Kong Country had great music in it. It had, yes. you know, it, it did. It, I dude, I just stumbled upon a viral video of a rhinoceros attacking people's cars, and they just put in <laughs> Donkey Kong Country. So music. good, it's fucking wonderful. Great, but uh, like that that game. I mean, yeah, it's not. I don't know. I think it's a fun game. I, I you know played it a lot as a kid. It, it it does hold up for what I remember, but it's definitely not the best game. I think it's a ladder rung game. It's a step yeah, towards mean, something. Because the, the uh, Returns and Tropical Freeze are really good platformers. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Donkey Kong Country, the, a lot of it, too, is like finding hidden things and finding hidden right. bonus rooms. And like a lot of that, to me at the time, was, was fun. Like, yeah. I didn't really care. It wasn't you know the most advanced game, but I, I liked it. Like, granted, I was a dumb kid, but I mean, it's... I think reasonably hard. I would say an unreasonable amount of like. Well, no, we talk about Overwatch. Those are Winston style ups for a gorilla. Yeah, it's a really high jump. Yeah, I know they're good with their fists, but Jesus. <laughs> uh, but Donkey Kong Country. It was something I very much loved at the time, and they just kept coming out in such quick succession. Yeah. By the time the third one was out, you could see this cartoon. Right. Like that's that's how fast it worked. But yeah, that, that, like uh, most cartoons, most games didn't have the luxury of having a a piece of animation come out that quickly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, even Mario took years and years and years and years, and it wasn't perfect, as we talked about in the previous episode. Yeah. Um, here's something I thought was stupid, but uh, I had to bring it up, especially for Smash terms. I never saw the cartoon for F-Zero GP. This hurts my heart. Oh. Uh, I never, ever, ever saw this. Here's a little bit of the intro. It is now 2201. Radical advances in transportation technology have transformed the world. Interplanetary travel has put mankind in touch with new planets, new life forms, new dangers. And a thrilling new sport grips the galaxy, fueled by fans across the universe and driven by the need for speed. Woo! <laughs> Some sexy ass shit. And it just, well, I, I thought the idea kind of bizarre to turn a racing game with characters you don't ever really see into a cartoon but at this point was F-Zero so F-Zero X GX was that out? so F this would have been 2002 2001 2004 for us 2003 in Japan yeah so mm-hmm. then yes I think F-Zero F-Zero, F-Zero GX is 2004 mm-hmm. I want to say but who who like added a ton of characters and like right. took them out of their cars and they all had backgrounds they had fucking songs about them I want to say mm-hmm. at this at this point that could be completely wrong mm-hmm. so don't fact check me on this, this but is, I want to say tough. But I want to say that there was a manga out around this time. Yeah, because there yeah. was a there's a his, there's a there's a lore of Captain Falcon and uh, I think it's what Racer X, not Racer X. That's, mm. that's uh, Speed, Speed Racer. Racer yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a, a Racer X version for Captain Falcon. Like mm-hmm. I remember the show coming out because this is around Foxbox. So Kirby, mm-hmm. right back at you. Like this is where they had all their like they had. A lot of anime that they just brought over, like, oh yeah, this has some kind of appeal. Mm-hmm. So I remember this show coming on. I think the main character is not Captain Falcon. It is not. It is in America's Rick Wheeler. Yes, a <laughs> RoboCop esque man tortured to live a, a different existence. A cop who suffers a near fatal car accident. 
Uh, but he's revived by Jody Summers and Dr. Stewart. Uh, Jody Summers, who I know is a character. Right. Because I've listened to that stupid soundtrack. Uh, they joined the mobile task force to keep F-Zero prize money out of nefarious hands. Yes. So that is the sole focus on the show. How can you become a better racer to keep prize money? Do you not have an ethics committee, F-Zero? <laughs> like, maybe we don't give monsters hell-bent on world domination a slot in, this, in these races. Yeah. But they do. And that's what... Rick Wheeler is there for him. Yeah, um, it was just like this was also like around the same time like they had Ultimate Muscle, which kind of <laughs> has like the same idea except it's wrestling. Yeah. So like you have like I have episodes of both of these shows are kind of interchanged because it's literally the same thing, which is different factions. So it's just it, it was a really weird show during that time when Fox Box. Which famously was ran by Four Kids, which is a licensed studio who would basically just yes. get anime and it's like, okay, we have yes. these five actors that we have signed to <laughs> us. They're not SAG actors, and they're going to be the same five voices. So you'll hear Seto Kaiba mm-hmm. in all of these different shows because they have like five voice actors that they use. Yeah, and that's that's. I think it was the same the same reason we had like beautiful Joe shows. Right. Shows I find it hard to believe they imported because they didn't seem to be that popular of a video game. Yeah. Especially F Zero, which Nintendo seems to hate. Oh, right. It breaks my heart, man. F Zero is I, I've loved every single one I've played. Well, and, isn't the, the the rule of thumb there that Miyamoto likes things that are inclusive and like everybody can play? And F Zero, like, ended up becoming a game that was very very hard. Right. About Dude, supreme precision. Yeah. GX was was such a difficult it's game. So hard. It, I know. I <laughs> I've love never it, finished but it's, it. It's, I, I it's, beat the fuck out of F Zero X. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so difficult, but like you know. It's weird because you read interviews from long ago and people translate them differently. But basically, mm-hmm. how I understand it is, he's like, I don't know what else we can do with it, like to make it. You we know, can make more a hard, fun. a bigger, right. harder, yeah. prettier race. He's like, game. you know, GX was like the pinnacle of what we could do with it. What, right. what do you want to see in F Zero? Is mm-hmm. pretty much what he's saying. Well, then bring back GX. Oh, you're not going to do that either. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking, man. I, I love F Zero. It's just and that game, like to this day, if you mm-hmm. play it on the GameCube, it still looks and plays amazing. Yeah. It's just yeah. hard. It's as like balls. it's 60 frames a second, right? Yeah. Yep. 60 yeah. frames a second, and it, it was recently discovered that on every retail version of the disc. Mm-hmm. The complete arcade AX is on it. So if you have like an action yeah. replay, you can play the arcade version. Really? Which is yep. which is that's the one I want to get my hands on because AX is supposed to be AX, tremendous. There, there's not a lot of those machines. There was one down in Clearwater at a celebration station <laughs> that had the huge like environmental AX, mm-hmm. and I went there as often as I could with, with your, my uh, GameCube memory card, and you could like unlock wow. special shit. It was so awesome. Yeah, but yeah, it just hurts my heart because F-Zero is such a cool franchise. I wish they'd do something with it. It is, and like it. To be honest, he was my. He's the character I played through World of Light with Captain and, Falcon. Yeah, yeah, Captain Falcon. I, and I think I think as we get further away from these games coming out, like that'll be the character that kids who are growing up will now know. It's like, oh yeah, Captain Falcon. He's from that game I've never heard of. Nope. Yeah, it's, yeah. A little, it's, it's a bummer. I always would use that uh, working at a certain company that it's like, you don't want this thing, thing to be Woody Woodpecker. Someone someone sees in a truck tire mud flap and like, <laughs> dude, I would 100% ever do anything. I would 100% get Captain Falcon mud flaps for my truck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course you would. Uh, but Captain Falcon in this show is like a quiet, brooding. Yeah. Uh, he, he even, his real name is like Bart Lemming and he owns a bar. <laughs> And he very rarely says anything, but uh, oh, when he when he does eventually, it would go on to inform again what most people will remember about the series because this is where we see the debut of the Falcon Punch, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, I I just shed on it. I would watch a whole season of that. It's like anime bullshit with Captain Falcon. Yes. <laughs> and show me your moves. 
the world is destroyed by this fucking punch. <laughs> For kids. Again, you played Smash. It's a good punch if someone's yeah. willing to sit around long enough to let you charge it. Yeah. Four but- kids has ruined this show because like I mean and that's what they did during the time mm-hmm. period like the four kids would just buy up properties and just famously butcher it I think the, mm. the big, big example is One Piece One Piece which is the biggest running anime in Japan yeah. the most famous like anime and manga episodes yeah it's mm. going on 20 years now um, they butchered it because they were like well this is too Japanese we Remember, know our audience better this. than you yeah. do uh, and like something like that, had I saw that while I was watching TV with my little brother, I would have been like, "Yeah, give me, I'll take every episode of this. <laughs> I want it. Just feed it to my. Yes, I'm, I'm here for it." But it's this is where the Falcon Punch. Comes. It might have come from the manga at some point. But remember, these characters yeah. never got out of their cars. There was no reason for Falcon, Captain Falcon or to Falcon, punch anyone. The Falcon Kick. The Falcon Kick. Falcon <laughs> so is this punch. was it was this after Smash Bros. sixty four? I thought they had to like. I thought like the punches oh, no, you're right. came from the game. Oh, no, you're to, probably right. They just then. had to give them. Yeah. It's stuff. definitely after Smash. Yeah, so, so it may be. It may be from. That may be originated. Some or poor, overworked be. Japanese animators. Yeah. Like this is all I have to go on. What yeah. happened in the original Smash? Even though Melee was probably out at this time. Yeah, but I still think that's. But if you've never seen that clip for a while, it was Mimi as shit because this guy who's really good at racing can actually punch so hard he can destroy an entire planet. <laughs> yes, you thought he was just good at one thing, uh, but that. I wanted to get out of that, and I wanted to spend as much time as we can on Sonic the Hedgehog. He can really um, move. He can. Oh, dude, can he move ever? Uh, he so, also has an attitude. He does. Like so chili dogs. Grab your chili dogs. Uh, grab a grab a friendly fox, one tail or two. It doesn't matter. This was pretty nuts because uh, if you were a little boy in the early '90s, you were there was no way you were immune to what Sonic the Hedgehog was spitting out. It was so much fun. There weren't a lot. Like, I'll even say this: there weren't a lot of blue characters. And it was a very cool color to be. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. Uh, Sonic was awesome. They build him, as as I'm sure you know, as an antidote to that boring and conventional Mario. He's so slow. Why don't you be a good boy like Mario? Is that a commercial girl? <laughs> yes. Like that right Mario character. <laughs> yeah, can't you be good like that Mario? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sonic, it took him, it took him much less long to get a show. What year yeah. did Sonic the Hedgehog, the original uh, thing, come out? I want to say 1990. Yeah, it was 90, 90 or 91, but yeah. by 93, he didn't just have one show, he had two. two. Right. He had two shows. So I'll say this, because we talked about, like, would kids be introduced to a character and then go to it. So I grew up in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. in Holland, um, and... You look Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. well. Um, <laughs> and I had, my family was an NES family. My mom was a gamer, she had an NES, so we were an NES family. The first time I saw Sonic the Hedgehog... Mm-hmm. Were these shows? Wow! And yeah. I was so intrigued. I was like, "Well, are there games?" Like, I was like, "Are there games?" And I was like, "Yeah." So well, in '93, only yeah. Mario and Sonic had a show on every day, right? So if you're a kid in a three, four channel world, you cannot miss this, right? Even though in our town it came on at six in the morning, so I had to make Eesh. it a point to check out Sonic because it was syndicated, meaning it wasn't affiliated with NBC or any network. Right, right. Uh, it came on at six a.m. on Fox Kids, which was just a really good time for cartoons. Yeah. And the the show wasn't great, but it was fine. Uh, yes, it was fine. <laughs> yes, I maintain it's better than because like a lot of people shit on it. Like, I think that's your love for Julia White. It's a, I do love Julia White. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, people are like, oh, well, this is a shitty kids cartoon. But I think it was 
for what it was, it was good. And if we compare it to something like Super Mario Bros. Super Show or shows of that ilk, mm-hmm. I think it was absolutely fine. Was it Animaniacs? No. Was it yeah. better than... Is it better than Fantastic Max? Yes. The ad- <laughs> Fantastic Max. There's nobody sets the bar down there. Just because you have an alien that sounds like Bart Simpson. Uh, Fantastic Max. How dare you? How dare you set the bar down there? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's no Jabberjaw. I didn't say that. Um, it's, but it, 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 it was interesting. And it was on every day. And I never get tired of playing these. What was that rule if you're on over-the-air free television, i.e. not cable? Yeah, you have to do a PSA over a certain amount of hours. You have to spend 5% of your time being educational. So that gave cartoon makers the option to, A, make an entire episode that was educational, all about, like, uh, this is what happens when you smoke dope, kids. Didn't know it was a buzzkill this episode, did you? But but Sonic opted for the same thing as G.I. Joe and He-Man, which is at the end of every episode, devote a little bit of time to a segment called Sonic Says. And they're all of these are on YouTube. They're all funny in a very awful way because they're all things you should look out for. And especially like that, you know, you know they were like, we don't, we're going to put this one all the way at the back of the list. Can we please do everything first? Like, <laughs> let's talk about Ricketts or like don't drink Clorox first. <laughs> like, I, I, I Dude, don't, kids need that shit for the Tide Pods. I did. <laughs> don't ever eat a Tide Pod. It tastes bad. <laughs> Uh, but this, they had to get to sexual harassment and molestation. Kids, there's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. It's your body. No one has the right to touch you if you don't want them to. So what do you do? First, you say no. Then, you get out of there. Most important, you gotta tell someone you trust, like your parents, your teacher, a police officer. No priest. <laughs> uh, that's just so out, dude. Like, I just want to wait till Shusha comes on and signs. Don't get molested. Be fast. <laughs> Boom. Shusha. Um, Shusha. Yeah, it was a really, really dated reference. All I'm saying. It's um, like, what I also loved about this is because and it's not fair because Tails in the show is always the voice of reason. Yes. And like, Sonic, maybe we shouldn't do this. But in the PSAs, Tails was always the asshole. Always the one like <laughs> about to make fun of the slow kid. Or, or, or about to try cigarettes. Give me my smokes. Smoking's bad for you, you know. No, it's not. Try it. <laughs> Whoa, little bro. That smoke will make you choke. It doesn't make me... Smoking is for dumb bots. It's bad for your health, and it stains your teeth. So don't be a fool. Smoking isn't cool. One, it's pretty fucking cool. Still is. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> like, Have you seen Cowboy cool. Bebop? It's really fucking cool. Watch any Tarantino movie. It'll prove it. I thought he was going to say, mm-hmm. if you smoke cigarettes, it's bad, and you'll die and go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> go to hell before you die. Chili doll. Uh, but th- that I just want to highlight that clip because what I really do hate about the show is the two villain characters. They are the worst. Oh, you're talking about the the drill and the it's the a drill sh- and the rooster, the rooster thing. Like and the and, rooster who sound like this. It's just annoying voices all the time. And then since the, they're the they're the primary villains and they're dumb and they're guaranteed to fail, but there's so much time focused on them for a 22 minute cartoon because you have to make room for these PSAs. Well, don't forget also there was a, the monkey. Oh yeah, the monkey is also a character. He's like this, like it's just it's. But again, that's what's it's bizarre not... about about Sonic. I I I 
again, I did a minor deep dive into this, and I read this great article fucking like 10 years ago about how Sonic's fandom became so split to where now it almost doesn't exist. But but part of it was that because kids were informed by Sonic from mediums outside of video games. Right. Maybe you didn't have a Genesis, but like he was fucking everywhere. He was on t-shirts and fucking JCPenney, uh, and he was in, most notably in comic books. I think Sonic might have the most uninterrupted run in comic book history. Yeah. Wow. Through his Archie comics. Yeah. Which are tremendous. Which are which are some some are really good. They're and tremendous. Not really not willing to heap the kind of praise the president does on himself. Uh, but but like it some of them are really fucking good. Right. And like and one of the things they pointed out cuz like I remember they made that game Sonic Generations and it was just this hilarious it is a hilarious inadvertent parody of bad fandom. So you you don't like the old Sonic. Here's the new Sonic, and the rest of the audience is like, "What's the fucking difference? <laughs> one has a pot belly, one has green eyes. You know, you only like one or the other." Like, no, dude, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares yeah. about this. Just your but their their audience was fractured because of shit like this. Yeah, and I love Sally Acorn. Yeah, being a focal point of that. Sally Acorn only appealed appeared in one episode of, of the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Uh, at the, an, an uns, with a non-speaking role at the Christmas, uh, the Christmas cartoon, which came out two years after the, sh- the Daily Show had ended. But she was featured prominently in the Saturday morning version. Yes. Sat AM, which is known in the community. It's so uh, weird. Uh, Sat AM. Because it's still called Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. It's called only Sonic the Hedgehog. There's yes. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. In 1993 and uh, 93 to 94, there's Sonic, just Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog, right. Or Sat AM. But there are now uh, at least two games called that. Yes. So it's very so, yeah. confusing. So in the community, it's called Sat AM. I was, I am a reformed. Sonic fanboy. Uh, I am I am definitely in the camp of the Archie comic Sonic. But I mean that it, it was it was what I wanted in a like right. in, a, in a Saturday morning cartoon like this adventure, this action adventure show and it's like a Robotnik which is a terrifying Robotnik who's not Oh, before it was a idiot. comic foil yeah. like uh, like worse than Skeletor. Never can really right. get anything done. Like, You're even, not ever f- afraid of him. Right. Even in the games, he's 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 a buffoon in the games yeah. like yep. I just create things. They had a a dark Sonic. There's like this there are there's a resistance force cuz like there's like this whole thing like it is it had no business being as good as it was. Like yeah. I I and, and again it. like if you the show went away very quickly, but it was that tone was kept in the comics for decades. So if you were a fan of Sonic in like even years where like the, the team Sonic team took off from making a game, there were Sonic comics coming out right. every month and they were good. Right. People love them and they have characters that have never been in the games. Right. Like Sally Acorn being, that's why I love her as an example. She's emblematic of a certain kind of Sonic fandom who has never, ever been seen in a game in a true, I think she like has a, Cameo in Sonic Spinball, yes. my favorite. Because, Sonic. Well, because Sonic Spinball, a lot of that art asset when it took over, or that's Sonic Spinball. Sorry, is she in Sonic Spinball? I know she's in. I think she's in this uh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Right, but yes, but yes. like because that's directly based. That's like a license thing based on the cartoon. Cartoon. Yes. Here, here's a little clip of Sonic the Hedgehog. The, what is Sat AM? Sat AM. Which that theme song we talked about pole position last really time. This theme song whips so much ass. <laughs> I 
fucking love this theme song. It, it it's ruled. good. I'm and sitting here just mouthing the words because it's, it's so great. Oh, and, and, but it's also like them trying to have their cake and eat it too. Like they needed to figure out what kind of tone they want for a show. And for the first time I can remember since fucking Alf, like no, we don't. Let's just have two shows. Right. And they're both Jillian White. Urk, Steve Urkel is the voice of both characters. Like as a kid, and I was reading about it, so I wasn't confused. Right. right. But like. It makes it feel like these universes are connected, but they're totally incongruous. Yeah. Right. And it's it's so strange. And like Deke didn't even Deke, the people who made Inspector Gadget, didn't even connect these universes until years later. Yeah. And it's just it's such a bizarre, such a bizarre cartoon. But I think this one left a, the least embarrassing legacy. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it that. Yes. Uh, like I said, I, I absolutely love that show. Um it was like I said, it for a dumb kids action adventure <laughs> show, it's you know, it's Perfectly cromulent. <laughs> like I, I really did. I enjoyed watching that show. How far did you go into Sonic Underground? <sighs> I was there day one, so I remember this. That was I remember such a this heavy episode. <laughs> I remember this show debuting because wait, play a theme song first. <laughs> play the theme song first. Oh. That's Trey Parker for sure, right? Give up your children, separate, find your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground, Sonic Underground, they made a vow, their mother will be found. What the fuck? So it's, 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 it's a good primer for what the show is, but it's it's never sent a more tenacious D yeah, in the scene. But holy triumvirate of Sonic triplets! There's a part of the song you have to play. It's coming up, and it's just... Oh, my God. It's right after this part. I long for my children, but I have to wait. This fucking <laughs> bullshit ass show. Like it's there's so much gravitas given to that opening song. Like so, Sonic, this character, this very much. I have it's me, Sonic. There's one other hedgehog. All of a sudden, now yeah. has a brother and sister because yeah. they're triplets, and they're trying and, to find their mother, and they have just get the musical abilities, and their the guitar isn't a logo. Well, okay, so they all each uh, grew up learning a different instrument of rock mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. use their sonic powers with. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the names of his siblings? I, I do not. I do not. That remember That would be uh, Sonia, and it's not Maniac. Maniac. How do you how do you say it? Like Manic. They manic, call him, they call yeah, him yeah. Manic. And there's this great video on YouTube of this time. It's like 10 times Manic shut the situation down. And uh, sure enough, he's a total fucking prick. But this is Sonic and his siblings. Again, according to the theme song, trying to find their mother. No, they, their, their mother will be found when they when they come from underground. Okay. Okay. Manic, you take all our medallions. How do we know he's not just going to sell them at some pawn shop? You don't. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, he's, the, he's the Budnick character. He's a Budnick character, but he's green and he has uh, hair like uh, Robbie the dinosaur from Dinosaurs. Oh, he does. And, wow, and, he really does. <laughs> Holy shit! And, and, like so, his so the because I remember I I was writing something, so I watched it. And this the, is like when when Sonic like there was no real stink on Sonic. No, there this was, is like, the wor- the first Dreamcast game thing. Sonic Adventure is out, 
uh, this year. Right. And so, like, Sonic hasn't really done anything that anybody's, like, pissed at yet. But see, this is, like, around the same time when they did the Spider-Man Unlimited show. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I just figured this. they were just like, no, fuck you. We, we hate you. We're going to make things that you will hate. Like, the... the they, like, it's... They're, not only their mom, like, they have to find their mom, but they all didn't know about each other until the yeah. end of the first episode. So they all were spread off to different hedgehog families. Like, it's... Like another it's, story that crosses planets that I can't think of right now. But yeah, thank God yeah. we inserted a little bit of that into Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't wait to visit and, Sonic's world in the next But it was months. also, it's also like, it's still Deke and it's still Jaleel White. Yes. Like seven years later, Jaleel White is still doing Sonic. And, and also Sonic's sister. And, so, and Sonia. <laughs> Sonia the Hedgehog. I hope that's their real last name in true fucking 90s Mario canon. Their last name is The Hedgehog. Two words. Does he actually have a last name? Have they ever said it? No, they have not. I know Miles is Prower. That's his last name. Mm-hmm. I think I think him and Knuckles do not have a canonical last name other than the animal that they are. What, oh. it's, Amy, it's whatever your last name is when you finally get married to them. Keep those deviants <laughs> coming, baby. Because, <laughs> because coming. Amy, Amy, who is a hedgehog, is Amy Rose. Right, right. She has a last name. She does. I, think My, she has, I like to think she has two first names. Could be. She's from the she's from the, the Green Hill Zone South. I'm like, that's that's why. I mean, like I said, there's like everybody else, like Cream the Rabbit, Big mm-hmm. the Cat. They all have the animal they are. Mm-hmm. I watch Sonic has like a is like Sonic Johnson. <laughs> that would be great. That would be that would be amazing. But then I remember I said this on a, on a different show because Sonic is a product of Japan and like yes, why the fuck didn't Japan mount their own Sonic show? And, and it turns out. Uh, years later, in like the 2000s, they finally did right. Sonic X, carrying the name of the Saturn game that never was, uh, and it's made by TMS, and it, it went for 40 episodes, and it looks pretty good. But I don't know. Do I don't, you have that theme song? I do have that theme. Oh song. my god! So. <laughs> So, like, up other than Sonic CD, I don't think there was any version of Sonic animation that, like, I would love to see a show that looked like that. The Sonic yeah. CD animation was did. amazing, yeah. This, this, so, this show... It looks gorgeous. Like not even just like with the intro. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the intro is like it's TMS. Inter- it looks right. great. Yeah, it's a lot of inter- inter- uh, cuts with the show. The show is not bad. Mm-hmm. It is not a bad show. Um, it's just like I said. It's again, it's a four kids production. So there's a lot of stuff that's cut off because this is a Fox Box show. Yeah, that they brought over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no Sonic X is. Um, it was it, it, at the time. Like I said, something like Sonic Underground, mm-hmm. bad taste. And you see this show, and it tells the stories of Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So being a Sonic fan, it was like, oh, well, this is, I can watch there, this. There are, and I, I have to always remind myself that there are certain kids, those games were on every platform, whereas, right. where Sonic was exclusive to Genesis. Like, you had to have a Genesis to play the original Sonic games. Yep. These ended up being on every platform, so there are a lot of people, this was, Sonic Adventure is their Sonic, whether... Right. I love those games or not, which one I lo- I do, and two I really really don't. Right, it's one of the worst things I've ever played in my whole life. Would that go digging with knuckles? No, no, never again. <laughs> it's one of the worst things I've ever played in my whole life. Horrible. Yeah, uh, uh, but but the, this did define what the character was and who he was for a right. lot of people. So the idea that there's 
a good looking television show that's on a few years later that validates what they already think is the definitive version of Sonic is really neat, really neat and really weird. Right. And, and I can see why we would write something about him and it's like, wow, that's a lot of yelling on Reddit and Dig. Right. Uh, <laughs> didn't know this, how many people were the fans of Sonic because uh, people my age always think we are the original fans of Sonic. Right. We're allowed to be more pissed than you and we're not. But it's me slowly understanding why people take Sonic way more seriously than someone who grew up with his creation. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like I said, there, there's cancel Sonic. There is, you know, the bulbous Sonic, Sonic OG. And then there's people who are the, the acorns. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have the, we have the adventure Sonic fans. And mm-hmm. now we're probably going to have Sonic boom fans. Like it, it's just every generation happen. will have their own. Again, <laughs> I'll say this Sonic. again, that cartoon <laughs> Is tremendous. Sonic Boom's cartoon is tremendous. I have some some lines from yeah um, because uh, we'll keep going to it. Yeah, I was gonna say what's also really funny, especially mm-hmm. doing this show, mm-hmm. is that this show Sonic X created one of the biggest bits from your old show, Talk Radar. Which one? If you do not remember, no. The King of Names. Oh, the that's King right. of Names bit started because a because a kid. In Denmark, wanted to call themselves Sonic X. Okay. They could not. No, the Norwegian. The Norwe- Norwegian King. Yeah. In yeah. Norway, they wanted to call themselves Sonic X. You have to apply to have your name changed. Norwegian King said no. This show started <laughs> a, a I, bit. I, I thought it was just a real big Saturn fan. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be named after the game and never came here. This is my good, my best Norwegian accent. But I mean, More those would have been like that generation. Like I said, my brother, my brother who's in college now. Like, he's someone who grew up with Sonic X. Like, this is his Sonic. Yeah. Like, this is all he knows from Sonic. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy, because, like, Mario and Nintendo fans are like, you can kind of show them any game ever, and it's like, yeah, this seems this seems right. This seems fair. Where Sonic's like, this is not my Sonic. This is not what I know is Sonic the Hedgehog. I laugh at this incarnation of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, so it's got this really fractured fan base, and I feel really bad for people. Except that their social media... Is delightful. Is awesome. Yeah, yeah. As, it's so like good. in spite of all this, that guy, like, that guy, that guy rules. Like, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> man, if I if I if I could have been Sonic social media, I would do the exact same thing. Like he he gets the joke, and I think that's the best part. Yeah. He understands this is a ridiculous like fan base, and if you lean into it, everyone will love it. And I yeah. think that's what's really great. But uh, I do think it, I, I love. I still do not not love Sonic, even though I know I have no reason to, even though. To be honest, my favorite Sonic animations came from Sonic Mania and are still, I think, coming. Or the last one just came over uh, the Christmas, uh, yeah, 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 previous yeah. Christmas. But they're great animated shorts that look better than anything I could ever imagine with very little voice work and just comedy and movement. And it's beautiful. So yeah. the guy who did the, the main art for it, Tyson, mm-hmm. um, was he, he did art for the... Archie comics mm-hmm. forever, which is why like they have that kind of, and it's just like how he's able to, like I his design of that of that Sonic is not one hundred percent the early nineties Sonic, mm-hmm. and is not one hundred percent the it's it's a happy medium of them both. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why it works really well as well. Yeah, and it's just yeah, it's 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 something people who know Sonic of any kind can immediately understand. Which you had mentioned before the show, where we going to talk about the Pac Man the. Pac-Man show from the the twenty teens, yes, and no, but because that it, it shares the distinction with this show. It's one of the only times that happened where like this video game character got a cartoon show, and then they retro engineered games based on the cartoon. Right, show. right. So Sonic Boom did not start out as anything based on a cartoon show. When they showed when when they showed gamers the designs, gamers were really pissed because they didn't really understand that 
well, this is a cartoon first. We made a right. game based on this cartoon, meaning Sega and Sonic Team didn't have to do it, which sometimes is a really good thing. Right. Uh, but but Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Boom debuted. I think it's only Cartoon Network show, but it was on for 104 episodes between 2014 uh, and 20, 2017 in America and 2018 yes. in France. Yes. So it, it did, like you said... Whether I like it or not, there is a four-year period where this represented Sonic the Hedgehog. And, right. And he had the least games come out. Right. Uh, other than Sonic Boom games, which are all pretty bad. No, no. They're all... I think the one on D, on 3DS, the first mm-hmm. one is supposed mm-hmm. to be okay. Rise of Lyric. Rise of Lyric. Or something like that. Um, but, yeah. No, they're all broken messes. Like, you could find... Let's players breaking that game. Is that the one where just, you can like jump, pause, jump, pause, yes, and climb and, up invisible walls and, oh, really? break, yeah. and break through the game? Yes, I think like uh, I think there's like one speed run where the guy just I think I think he was able to beat the game in like less than an hour, wow. just because like it's so broken. Those games are so broken. Uh, it's one of the meanest uh, people that ever been to Video Game Apocalypse is Michael Raparez. So please. So we were joking about it, and I think Michael Grimm came up with, here's your headline, Sonic is slow and you play as his friends. And, uh, and, uh, and Michael was like, I'm going to use that. And he did on IGN when he was reviewing it for IGN. And he got so much fucking hate. But like, there was a really cool uh, like breakdown of a lot of like the cinematics. And I forget what Sonic game it was. I think it was Sonic Boom, mm-hmm. where like they, they like took the the animation and broken it like frame by frame and you can see like the characters like t-posing like <laughs> yeah, before that, that, cuts, sonic boom yes yeah, sonic before boom, it yes. cuts to the next scene it's like it's the craziest looking thing it's so funny which oh. yeah i think sonic team would not have released a game that unpolished they it, it turned sonic game something i've been taught to look forward to good or bad into like no this is just a licensed game based on a cartoon made yeah. by a developer you've never heard of right it's a very strange time but the, but the show i don't know it's good Right, <laughs> it's really good. Like I, I, so I'm again. I will never get hurt by Sonic again. I Sonic again. Uh, and I and I agree with you because going right. out there, there's like these awesome YouTube clips of like this show being one like uh, a little more modern yes. and also incredibly self aware. So all you have to do is like look on YouTube like Sonic self aware, and they're huge clips. Like this looks like a misery episode, a, a fucking parody of Misery in 2017. <laughs> Where Sonic is kidnapped by his biggest fan. Which is also emblematic of Sonic fans when they get mad about Sonic. Yes, yes it is. You tried to escape. Escape? No, no, no. I I was just searching for more of that fan fiction of yours. Ooh, (laughs) Sun Amy. Spicy. Yeah, I don't really care for that, but it seems to be obligatory in the genre. Well, time for more pie. <laughs> uh, and I found this one that really made me laugh because, like, the Sonic, uh, Sonic Racing is is something I love. A couple, like Sonic Racing Transforms, a great game. Yeah, right. But the Very idea fun. to take a character whose primary feature is being fast and like let's stick him in a car with all of his other friends, like, so what? Everyone well, evens out. Well, there was like one like a racing game where they ran, right? Wasn't Sonic that one? R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Super, Son- Super so Sonic Racing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, get your feet right off the ground, but like uh, here's a, this is a this is fantastic. It's a little reference from the in, the in cartoon mayor talking about like uh, when they want to go supersonic racing. Oh, hi, mayor. Uh, this week the gang all made cars, and now we want to find out which one's the best. If you're going to be racing on a public road, it'll need to be an official event. You have to go through the proper channels, pay the ludicrous taxes and fees, and it must be open to all citizens. Not everything that goes on around here is about you five, you know. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think there's a lot of jokes that, like, there are probably some, like, eight-year-olds. Like, this is 
What does this mean? This so, is flying over their heads. I want you I want you to search real quick. Mm-hmm. Woke knuckles. Alright. Woke knuckles. It all comes down to this one penalty kick. Can the young woman break the glass ceiling and prove once and for all that a female can be just as good an athlete as a male? You know, Amy, anytime someone calls attention to the breaking of gender rules, it ultimately undermines the concept of gender equality by implying that this is an exception and not the status quo. <laughs> what? Just because I'm a meathead doesn't mean I'm not a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This is, it's so good. The There's so God, many kids are going to be so much cooler than us. <laughs> it's so unfair. <laughs> Oh, I hate having grown up with He-Man. Uh, hey, but hey, hey, hey. The, the, I know. But the, the last clip, the last clip I had, oh, where did it go? Look what I found at the flea market! Dude, is that Tomato Potamus 2? That's the best one in the entire series! Tomato Potamus never worked in 3D. Game companies always ruin their beloved franchises. And they never should have changed the color of Tomato Potamus's legs. <laughs> That's so crazy because if you remember Sonic wearing socks oh. was a huge controversy. It's just one of the, it's one of like many reasons like I never wanted to work in the games industry again cuz like <laughs> do we have a statement on this like yeah kill me <laughs> kill me like I don't want to write about this this is not a thing this is a stupid thing to complain about read a real newspaper get mad about that oh I sound like a fucking pretentious shithead but you know what can I say I was raised by knuckles <laughs> and not raised by raised by Sonic, raised by Knuckles. Really, but, but Sonic, Sonic has had had a not tumultuous, but a fucking bizarre uh, career in animation, and yeah. it's mostly not bad. That's what no. I think is crazy. I, I like, think it's also great about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's why people latch onto it because you actually have a character. I can name you each of the last three decades a good show mm-hmm. that has Sonic the Hedgehog in it, mm-hmm. and if you have a kid. We're going to get to the territory now where we have people who've grown up. It's like, hey, I've watched Sonic the Hedgehog. My kid can watch Sonic the Hedgehog, and they're not bad shows that you would not mind watching with your kid. Yeah. This character will live on, even if those games aren't great. Yeah. And especially that last decade, there was like two good Sonic games, and there were like 20 <laughs> of them. Um, but I, I think I think it's going to get to that point where it's going to be he's going to be an ambic- uh, ubiquitous char- character because everyone who touches that project, for the most part, wants to do something good. Yeah. And I think that is what I think is different with, than with the exception shows. of like I can only call them the people shackled like slaves to Sonic Team. Yes, who have yeah. who have done nothing in their lives but work on Sonic and actually, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> like he's probably like he, they feel the same way about Sonic the Hedgehog as you feel about your boss. Right, like this giant thing looming over you every day that keeps you from going home to your friends and family. And so I, every time they bring it outside of the Sonic Sonic Team for the most. Because yeah. I, we both stream Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania. And you know which one I prefer on our YouTube channel. Yeah, like the one the fleshy. one made by fans and the one made by the people who just only make Sonic. What was the last good Sonic Team game? Uh, I don't know. Uh, um, Generations. Okay. Generations. Yeah, was really Generations good. was good. Uh, and if they made tran- Transformed, the racing games are really good. Well, I, I think I think undeniably uh, good. Didn't they do mm-hmm. Sonic Colors? Uh, I didn't yeah. play that one. Okay, Sonic but Colors is good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It just sucks that it's locked to like yeah. Wii resolution. But yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I think that's incredibly crazy that like uh, that Sonic has existed this long in another medium in so many different ways, and most of it is pretty okay. It's weird mm-hmm. how like they excelled in 
animation and, mm. and television shows and Mario kind of didn't. Right. It's and so like, weird. I hold that against Nintendo because yeah, if you're, it's if, 100% you, on if Nintendo. your reason you don't want Mario in a cartoon is that like, well, we think he's served better than this medium, like that's fine. But if you were burned by Captain Lou Albano and Deke Animation, like never again, like go fuck yourself. Like right, there's yeah. kids who would be dying to see a Mario cartoon. Yeah. There could be great Mario cartoons and you're just not doing it because you were burned in the 80s. Fuck well, off. I also think that they they position Mario to be such a like a neutral character. Mm-hmm. When Sonic is this two character, true. you yeah, can make him true. however true. you want him to be. So yeah. like I could do Sonic X where he's like this shonen esque like <laughs> character where I do good and I'm the good guy. Yeah. Or I can do like the Saturday like the weekly show and it's like I'm a Bugs Bunny character. Or I can do Sonic Boom where it's like I'm now this post referential like hipster character. Like yeah. I have so much I can do because you don't askew me just one like personality, like, yeah. Where, where Mario can't Mario's get obsessed with like yeah. like Fortnite dances for an episode without people pitching a fucking fit. Like that, oh, never, it, it would burn the internet. It would, yeah. it would burn, burn it internet. down. <laughs> How dare you do this to this character? Like, yeah, but then, it's, who it's would the creators sue? The Fortnite or, <laughs> or Nintendo or, or. Uh, as long as Alfonso Ribeiro rises up from it all? Like I'm so Terminator. interested to see how that turns out. Me too. I want to know how that turns out. Me too. Yeah. Cannot wait. It will unsatisfying for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be embarrassed by this little thing we call culture. Uh, but that's what this show is about, Laser Time. Uh, you can check out more at lasertimepodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, where can people find you, Ann? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Travis L. Foster. Uh, or you can search for my Patreon, patreon.com slash PNB. We've just recently done a new relaunch, and there's some new tiers. And apparently, if we reach $1,000 a month, we were going to do a 24-hour game stream. Mm. Nice. So, I'll tell you from experience. That's how hard. many uh, How yeah. many Sonic games? <laughs> how many Sonic games? So if we do this, I will play the worst Sonic game, which, which is Shadow the, Shadow the Hedgehog, okay. which is worse than Sonic 06. Sonic really? 06 is bad. Uh, okay. Shadow the Hedgehog is worse. Mm. And also he has guns. And also, like, <laughs> I think... This is who he is! <laughs> I think he's also, like, trying to either save the president... Or assassinate the president. He's not a bad enough dude. There's no way. (laughs) See, I understood that right. (laughs) I'm old. Uh, And Adam, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, You can check me out on Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv forward slash passblaster. And also on YouTube, just search for passblaster, one word. And uh, yeah, you can support us at patreon.com slash laser time. Get an exclusive weekly bonus show every week, sometimes featuring the guys who are talking right now. Talk about video games, but also a ton of other stuff, including over 100 full-length movie commentaries, Video commentaries are things you can't see anywhere else. We try and make sure that's always kind of the thing. Whether it's the DFMNI Star Wars or uh, Conan O'Brien's 10th anniversary special, mm-hmm. we're hiding things the internet doesn't want you to see on patreon.com slash laser time. And it helps shows like 302010, where you look 302010 years ago back in time, guaranteed almost annually to talk about a Sonic game. Oh my at God. Some point. Actually, you're going to have to talk about Sonic Underground on 302010 this year. Oh, fuck yeah. You can play that song <laughs> it's again. So great. So happy. So great. Uh, and Video Game Apocalypse, where we talk about uh, video games. We do a top five every single week, in addition to talking about new releases, but mostly a uh, agnostic magazine style show that's just supposed to be a silly look at a bunch of video games you may or may not have heard of really really fun and i encourage you guys to check it out every single friday uh wherever you get your podcast uh thanks so much to our patrons at patreon.com slash laser time uh let's go out with a little sonic r music absolutely we'll see you next week <laughs>